I love this shit. Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach and this show we're going to be uh, talking all things Melbourne racing. Um, we've already released the Randwick preview, the Rugby League preview and the sports show we've already done. Uh, so we're recording this on a Thursday evening around the 5 o'clock mark just uh, in case there's any scratchings and stuff come out after that. But as usual, uh, as the last couple of weeks, I've got Nick joining me. Uh, he's been on for about, I think this is probably week number four. Uh, coming off a really good week two weeks ago, and unfortunately last week was a bit tough, mate, as I welcome you in. How are you? Yeah, g'day, mate. How are you going? Um, yeah, obviously, pretty hard week. I reckon if you are winning last weekend, you are definitely going all right. So hopefully we get to bounce back this week. Yeah. Um, how's your day, mate? What's going on? Oh, not too bad. Sort of just cruising around in lockdown. We've just been extended for another four weeks down in beautiful Canberra. So not really a lot to do at the moment. So just trying to squeeze a run in here and there and do a little bit of form. But yeah. other than that, not much. That's Happy not... birthday to you too. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Yes, it is my birthday. I think we're in month three of lockdown. So I've just been sitting in the office, sitting at home, just <laughs> sitting on the social medias of wagering companies and doing that uh, all day, but, mate, it's been all right. Um, How old are you? Uh, mate, I'm old enough. I'm um, okay. I'm early 30s. Early, early 30s. 30s. Yeah, so cool. push, pushing on. Um, obviously ordered a fucking bit of takeaway for this evening. That's as, like, as gnarly <laughs> as it gets if you can when nothing's open. So I've gone a bit of an Indian feast, and, mate, you were just telling just, me, you go, I don't know if I fucking like Indian. I can't cop Indian. It just does nothing for me. I just think you've got all these all these other cuisines that are just exceptional. You know, Thai, Italian. So Thai, Thai is your go-to? Thai is probably the go-to. Um, yep. Don't tell they're... me you're a Pad Thai guy. Because if you're a Pad Thai guy, then you're a butter chicken guy <laughs> at Indian. No, nah, I'm a Pad CU, Musman beef sort yeah. of setup. So Musman beef, just the come... beef and potato. <laughs> yeah, it is. The sauce is so good, though, and you get a little bit of rice involved. And, I am. Okay. I'm. I'm a big green curry guy. In um, with Thai, I've got a. When I was um, when I was a youngster, I used to I used to manage a liquor land, and we had this Thai joint, um, Thai restaurant joint, not massage joint next door, and um, <laughs> <laughs> they used this guy used to always come in for a pack of smokes. He would always buy like a pack of Marlboro Golds every day. This Thai bloke, and I went. I just thought like this revelation came to him. I went. Do you want to just swap food for a pack of smokes every day? So he used to literally walk in whenever I was walking and bring me like a green curry and rice and a drink and shit, and I'd just give him a pack of smokes. It was, it was like for about two years. That was just like we had this thing. I'm like, oh well, no, those didn't get delivered. So yeah, that was. I ate, I've ate, eaten a lot of a lot of Thai food in my time, and it's fucking good. That's exceptional, <laughs> mate. Working in a bottle shop. As a youngster, I think I was 18, 19, it was probably the loosest time. You know, like, Jeez. yeah, I, I probably won't, I don't want to incriminate myself. But, um, mate, we look at, um, we, we go through a couple of... your bosses are listening. My, <laughs> mate, my boss is like the biggest degenerate of them all back then. I still talk to him. He's the <laughs> one that got me into into gambling and poker and stuff. So, fucking him. Um, obviously, we talk all Melbourne, so we're going to focus on that, but... Coming on the last week, we were two weeks ago. You did quite well. You got five from nine. You got your multi up and whatnot. Last week, a couple of favourites. Not not only you, but like everyone tipped. Plus the whole planet, right? So we're thinking Artorias, Ingratiating, Ayrton, uh, a few of them. 
they all got rolled, right? Artorias too late, um, ingratiating. Look, I, I, I think from memory you said you, that's the one you weren't overly keen on, but the winner in that ranch hand is fantastic. Like it was a, it was a huge run. Yeah. I think, I think that was massive, massive winner, like one of the wins of the day. Mister Mozart yep. beat Artorias. Um, Ayrton was quite sick. We actually did an Instagram live and jumped on and did it, where all our TVs were out of sync. Mine hadn't even jumped by the time you guys were <laughs> turn, and I was sweating. I had two multis going. One was Ayrton to win for a significant amount, and the other one was just regards Marie to place, and neither of them fucking happened. Harbour views. What's doing? Oh, mate, it was uh, a couple of the, all those. What did we say in the podcast last week? Yeah, it's probably two out of three would have won. Yeah. And I would have probably taken that, to be honest. So Artorius was the one that I was really sort of scratching my head over because it, it couldn't have had a, a better run in the race. It, I don't know. Luke Curry sort of just sat there thinking he was on winks or something and it just didn't, didn't let down the way he thought it would straight away. And Mr. Mozart was pretty good too. Yeah, um, it was good. And, and it, I think Ranch Hand, as you said, was really good. And uh, ingratiating, just he's pretty honest, really. Like it's, it's not as if it's it, it, yeah, he just got rolled. Um, and then the last one, Ayrton, he's actually a pretty good run, really. Three three wide, yeah. not face, not having any cover, and then he still actually battled on pretty well. So I'm not going to put a line through him yet. He'll still run well and, and still have a really good prep. But Artorius is the one that I'm sort of. Don't really know where to place him now. You got someone like Ayrton, right? And Ayrton was um, the owners were offered two million for him, and they they've got knocked it mm. back and gone with like, nah, I want to win a Group One. So we'll have to see there. Yeah. Um, wh- what about like top jocks? Now that we don't have like Jamie Carr and a few of those sort of riding, oh, we were talking a bit earlier. What you, who's who's the one flying at the moment? Are you are you a Brett Preble man? Yeah, I think I think Brett Preble sort of taken his opportunity since, especially since Jamie Carr, I know he took a few of her rides the first with the immediate week that she was out and he, he ended up winning on Behemoth and had a few good rides that day. But then again, like, you know, on his ride on Incentivize, yeah, I, I didn't think that, I didn't think that horse was going to lead that race. I, I put, I put I, a line I, through it. I hundred percent put a line through it. And even during the race, I went, oh, he's gone. And then somehow kicked back yeah. and win. So really good. He rode ranch hand as well at 11s. And that was a really nice ride too. So, He's got, yeah, he's been exceptional. Craig's like in really good, consistent form at the moment. Yeah, um, he's he's a Craig fan. Yeah, I am. Yeah, he, he, that was a good win on Splintex somehow. I don't don't know how it won, but yeah, we can't really say like, oh, Craig just out of the blue has done well. Craig's always sort of done well down there. Yeah, but he's still mate. He's still top of his game. Like he's still killing it. And the other one we mentioned was John McNeil. Yeah, John McNeil. He he's just becoming one of those jockeys you can just trust, really. He sort of puts your horse always in the race. He, I reckon he rides a little bit like Zach Purton. I know that sounds a bit weird, but I think he's got a similar sort of style to him, always trying to just make sure the horse is in a good rhythm and nice spot. So I reckon he's a really good jockey. Just on Craig Williams as well, mm. um, I don't know if you know, he's got, he has his own blog that he posts on. He's got like his own blog on, on, on Google and, He's ratings Google. of the horses on Google, yeah. Sorry, on <laughs> the Google, yeah. <laughs> I, it's just like Craig Williams' jockey blog or something. I'm looking and at it he, now. He oh, talks yeah. about Craig's all blog. of his runners Great. and unique. He, he literally talks about all of his rides, <laughs> and they are spot on. Like you go back through and read them. The ones he thinks are a chance always run well. The ones he's not sure about never run wow. that great. And the, yeah, the positions that he says he's going to have him in, he's fantastic. 
Um, this website so, is actually designed a lot better than most websites you would see. So <laughs> today I'm writing at Bendigo, the rail is in true. Oh, yeah, mate, this is exactly what you want. This is the sort of stuff that, you know, we should be doing, to be honest. Um, yeah, he's, he's very good. And if you're ever at the races, he's always the, the first jockey out in the track and the last to get back in the changers before yeah. race one. Sick. So, I like that. Thanks for showing me that. Got it in front of me no now. No worries, mate. Yeah, he's flying. He's All good. Um, who would be your horse to follow out of the day? What was your win of the day? Or even doesn't have to be a winner, actually, to be honest. Anyone you, you know, stick with Artorias? I'm not going to stick with Artorias, but I'm not going to fall off him. He's just not... I've never... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to fall off him. I'm, the jury's sort of a bit out at the moment. I'd like, he's got to come back and do it, I think, that before he gets everyone's trust back. Um I still thought, I know that I gave her a big rap. I still thought Instant Celebrity was a really, really good run. Um, and realistically, just uh, the position that, that that horse was in, you know, three deep and back in the field. And then Churras just got that nice suck run. And to still finish off the way she did, I still think she'll, there's a good race for her this, this spring. So she's probably the one that I'm, I'm keeping black book for the rest of the carnival. Bloody Craig Williams, eh? Yeah, as we just gave him a massive rap. <laughs> gave him a rap in a game six. Um, I suppose you, that's the risk you take, gate 12, gate, gate 11 or whatever she drew. So Girard won that, but the other one that I thought was all right was Mystic Journey, which came second. It was paying 14s, got beaten a length. It was pretty good. She, she's she got to be going okay if she's doing that first up. Yeah. She must be, she's probably in for a really good prep. Um. All right, well, we have Caulfield this weekend. Um, Caulfield, notorious for me. Whenever I look at it, I find it pretty hard to map, even harder than Mooney Valley sometimes. So we'll go straight into it. Um, all right, race one is over a 12 hunch, and it's a benchmark 78. So we've got a fixed odds favourite in Hella uh, for Brunton and Hope. Uh, not much move. It opened 390. It's staying pretty similar. Pride of Jenny's there. We know that one. The Gouch is even there. That's been backed a little bit into 480. Crestani, that's probably Money Horse. That's nine bucks into six. And then the rest are ceiling pretty odd. Dirty Thoughts is there. Fuck that. I must have had some starts lately. Yeah, it's fifth, <laughs> fifth up. So um, where, are you, where are you thinking? Um, just first of all, we just wanted to say that this race just about represents the whole meeting. I think the average price favourite's about four dollars for the entire meeting. So that's tough. Um, it's tough going. I, I like Pride of Jenny. I think the the stable have got her distances a little bit wrong. I think they thought she was a fourteen hundred miler, um, but I think twelve hundred. She's three starts for two wins and a placing over twelve hundred, um, and she gets the bottom weight in this gate two. I think she'll sit second or third and. Um, yeah, the distance suits are really, really well. There's a fair bit of speed in the race with Hella. You know, Ferretti will come across as well. Dirty Thoughts probably from gate one, too. So I think she probably gets the nicest sit in the race. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy enough with Pride of Jenny. Look, Hella, she ran in a Group 1 Oaks in Adelaide um, last prep, and she ran last 10 lengths. But the fact that she went there when she was seven wins in a row probably says a bit about what they think of her. So, yeah. I'm happy enough with Pride of Jenny, but wouldn't be surprised if Hella comes out and runs a really good race. It's a bit humbling, isn't it? Win, 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 last when you step up to the group. Yeah. Line. So, yeah, interesting to see. Uh, race two, 1100, a theory. Uh, everyone knows this horse. It's staying pretty firm. Open 390, still there. Wisdom of Water at four bucks. Pandemic. Uh, I like this horse. This is Craig Williams and James Cummings. Um, had a couple of trials, so it's first up. I think his last run must have been in May or April or something. Um, he's a bolter have this Linda Meach too so that's actually had about two or three in a row it's coming off wins so that's been going alright and William Thomas 
Yeah, William Thomas, I know that well. But, yeah. mate, I don't know. I, to me, I love he's a bolter. It's coming off a couple of wins. Um, even pandemic. But, like you said, uh, 390 the field. Yeah. Uh, a theory's trial was over a 1,000 leading into this, and it was fantastic. Um, I think 59 kilos and then go, going down to pandemic with 57.5, I don't think a kilo and a half is enough of a gap between those two. I think that a theory's a far better horse. Um so yeah, I just yeah, her trial was fantastic. She was three wide in the trial and finished off really, really well. Um, and I think just in terms of where she's going to be in the run compared to pandemic, it's going to go all the way back to last. Whereas the theory is going to be in the first two or three as well. Um, so pr- pretty happy to be with her. Wisdom of Water, that Annabelle Nisha is just flying at yeah, the she's moment. Good. She's going so well. Um, and then obviously pandemic can run really well too. But I was happy enough with the theory. A theory's good, and then there's also like a there's a the tab special this weekend, um, little tab push, with 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 fields like eight and even seven, you're getting money back down to fifth. So obviously it's just five. Every book is fighting with each other, but tab have gone down to fifth this week. So especially with like you know top eight, and that's like Sydney and Melbourne. So look, might have to be jumping on there. Um, yep. Race three, 1400 is Heresy, another to get off and runner. This is on the drift, though. We're open 230 out to 260. Morioka, Craig Williams, and Mr. Waller, six bucks. Uh, Elusive Express, 850. Extra gear, 850. Extra gear, that had a win, didn't it? Yeah, it had a win last week at Geelong. It's actually quite good. Jumped pretty short. Uh, for some reason, mate, tell me about Ancient Girl, if you have any idea. It's $34 into 13 uh, in a day. Talk to me. Can't tell you much about Ancient Girl, if I'm going to no, be completely mate. honest. Well, it's had two starts. I wish I could. One at Ban- oh, where are Bansdale and Sandown uh, for one win. <laughs> so, yeah. But sometimes, sometimes be honest, when people people probably don't understand this a lot, that m- this sort of fluck doesn't have to necessarily be a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? Uh, 34 into no. 13 could be 1500 bucks, like all up in bets. Especially when the others haven't changed much yeah. at all. Well, this is something I never knew before I worked in like wagering and whatever. Like the, I always thought, whoa, something's huge, like 34 into 13 must be squillions. But if something was $3 into 220, that's a heap more money than yeah. the big odds. Anyway, take it away. Uh, um, obviously, Heresy's the obvious one and brings the nice form. But I think at 260. I'm happy to probably take her on. The horses I liked were Devout Hero. So had a has won over 1,400. I um, mean, that was at Sandown as well. Um, and none of these other horses have really run over 1,400 before. They've all run between the 1,000 and 1,200. So I thought at 8.50, Devout Hero would probably be a, a, a nice bet. And then the other one as well, I'm not sure if she can get 1,400, but Scorched Earth. It looked plain, like her last start looked really, really plain that Zuzarella won, and that race rated really, really highly. Scorched Earth was on the speed, and the horses that were in the first five or six, they all finished last, except for Scorched Earth, and she actually battled on okay and ended up finish, finishing fifth or sixth in the race. So I thought her run was better than what it actually looked like, and they went like 10.40 the first 200 metres as well. So I'm going to play those two, Devout Hero and Scorched Earth, but can concede that Heresy's probably the best horse. I just don't think there's any value in 260. Yeah, it might even drift too. I like that. I like the Scorched Earth. I like the little theory there. Um, the Guineas Prelude is race four. Alpine Edge is the fave, 440. There hasn't been much of a move for many horses here. We've got River Plate at five, Military Expert, uh, John McNeil and Annabelle. That's coming over from Kembla. 
uh, possibly lightsaber Brigantine. Brigantine had a win the other week, and for anyone that does listen to us, Kohai tipped this thing Brigantine when it was like twenties, and I think it jumped at about seven and one uh, in the first in the morning. So Brigantine's actually a pretty good horse too. So where you landed? Yeah, I, that was at um, Randwick Brigantine one with fifty two and Rachel yep. King. I've actually backed it two weeks ago as well. Um, I don't think she's good enough to win this race. This is actually. It doesn't look like that good of a race, but a couple of these horses, Alpine Edge is a really, really handy horse. Um, military expert, they don't know how good a deal can be. Lightsaber was supposed to be a $7 chance against Artorias. So, um, tough race. I'm probably leaning towards Alpine Edge with not a heap of confidence, but I think he his last preparation, the form that he brings from there, stacks up really well against these horses as well. Um, interesting that River Plate's eights into $5. I've don't know a whole heap about that horse, to be perfectly fair, but I thought Alpine Edge was probably the bet for the race without a heap of confidence. Alpine Edge. All right, race five is the Pinchapoo Plate. Um, this is $5 a field, so General Bow for Zara. Um, Ellerton, $5. Ran Veer at 5 bucks. Starry Legend, 7 Ashima for Annabelle. She's got quite a few now, doesn't she? $7. Forbes, Fake Love Direct. Yep, they're all there. So this is um this has actually had like literally no money going on, so we can't really go off market here. Uh, where are you thinking? Um, again, really hard race. General Bose obviously brings nice form lines to the race, um, which is good. Horses like um, you know uh, Generation and, and and ingratiating and in that Bruckner race is a length behind there. So and thousand meters probably his go as well. Um, Starry Legend, I think if he comes back in good order, it could be probably the one at six or seven bucks. It could be a really good chance of winning. Um, and then Ashima as well that had a really nice preparation too, and they were big wraps on Forbes, so it's another really tough race. I'll probably back General Bow just based on the form lines that it comes through, and I think a 1,000 metres is sort of suits suits him really, really well, so I'm going to stick with General Bow. But <laughs> This is yeah, a hard race. Real, it's a real throw at the dartboard, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, all right, that's, a, that's a bit off. Uh, first leg of the quad is race six over 1,400, Ana Visto. See, I like this horse, Johnny Allen, Mick Price. Yeah. This is 260. Uh, Ecumenical is 650. Aiden's Field, we know that one. That's Craig Williams and the Hayes brothers, 750. That's coming off like a bunch of seconds too. I think it's second, two seconds. Uh, Sneaker Doodle Dandy, Brett Preble and Peter Moody. Um, had a run at Caulfield the other week where it came pretty much last. That was uh, where Probabil won, so it's coming off a pretty big race. Good and proper, Galgani still diamond, but, mate, I'm in Anavisto's corner here. Are you? Yeah, this is this is probably the one that we can go in with a bit of confidence, I reckon. Um, took ground off Turas last start, first up, and then Turas come out and won a Mayor's group too, so... That's about as obvious a form as you can see. So I think two sixty is actually pretty reasonable. I wouldn't be surprised if it started more two dollars. I don't. Aiden's Field is on your next line, and it, I class it as a serial non-winner now as well. So I think Ana Vista is probably the better of the day. Yeah, and Ecumenicals there as well. Six fifty. That's coming off a win at Morpheville, but man, I'm I'm chips in Ana Vista. So. That wins. Um, we go to the Foundation Cup. This is um, 2,000 metres and non-conformist is there. Uh, Jordan Childs is going to be riding. It's third up. Uh, that's 440. Charlie Rose, Angel of Truth. Uh, that's been a painful watch for me for a long time. Angel of Truth, that's third up as well. Two runs at Caulfield. Delphi, Grand Promenade, Knight's Order with a bunch of others. Um, uh, bigger odds. But there's nothing going on in the market here either. So, whew, I don't know where I'd go. What are you thinking? 
non-conformist run um, behind Superstorm was enormous. He was three, four deep the whole trip and, and finished off really well. He only finished 0.7 all the length behind Superstorm. Yeah. And he actually only gets, only gets 55 and a half kilos in this race. So I actually think he's the obvious one with Charlie Rose probably looking for further. I don't know if Angel of Truth's up to this and again, serial non-winner. The other one that I was a little bit interested in are just a couple of the stayers. Obviously, Knight's Order is an interesting runner, but that, I don't know how you say it. It must be a maid. Is it a maid or Amity or something like that? Yeah, um, a maid I'd go with. Last, yeah, let's go with a maid. Um, last preparation over 2,000 behind Hangman um, in a group three. Ran really, really well, and that was its first preparation from coming overseas. I reckon 16 bucks is something to play there. I reckon he's probably a little bit of overs and, and wouldn't be surprised if it come out and run well. It might be one to follow for the entire prep, but I think they're the two, non-conformists and then maybe something smaller to made. I made 16 bucks too. Uh, big race this one, the Sir Rupert Clark. Um, Bo Rosser. There's, I like this race. So we've got Bo Rosser at the top, 440. We've got Probabil at five. We've got Behemoth at 550. And then we've got even good ones similar, like I'm Thunderstruck, Sierra Sioux, Amish Boy, Buffalo River, Dice Roll. This is a sick race. So I'm originally I, I'm off Bo Rosser. I'll we wouldn't have that on top, but I'm, I'm looking probably on behemoth and they're very hard to freaking to split. Um, yeah. Fuck. And then you look at a, a couple of others that are in double figures too, and they're, they're worth a shot too. So I don't know, mate, talk to me. Yeah. What a race. It's an awesome race. Um, I think Bo Rossa is, has been, that's too short for me, 440. I, I think I can understand why they've decided that it's favorite for this race. It was a super run in its last run behind Behemoth, but I just don't think 440 is the price. And then I don't know if Behemoth can actually go on with its prep now. I think that it's a horse that does improve, but it wasn't phenomenal in its last win. Um, Probabile is the one. It's got a really nice second up record, obviously five starts for four wins, and then its track records three from three. They, they came out and said that Probabil wasn't that going that well in the lead-up to her last win either, and she still sort of bailed to the line and won. So I'm going to say that she's taken a lot of improvement and gets Brett Prebleu's in form. So she's probably on top. And then the other one, Sierra Sue, was a freaking horror watch behind yeah, Superstorm. It was. Um, yeah. And it gets 52.5 kilos. So I think it's probably overs at $12 as well. So I'm going to play those two. And the other interesting one, if I, I know this is good. I like it when some, you say this. Yeah, <laughs> I know there's supposed to be some showers down in Melbourne as well. So I think Buffalo River, if it's wet down there, he's a serious chance with 52 and a half. So if if there's any sort of rain around and it's a soft five or a soft six, I'll be having something small on him at 16 bucks too. Buffalo River. All right, we go to the last and the Hay Now Stakes. We got a. It's not very fun when you got something that's five fifty the field in the last. That just does heads because you really want something just short that you can launch into. But <laughs> we got Bella Nipatina. So obviously we went this last time. Bella Nipatina came second at Mooney Valley. Uh, last start with a win before that at Caulfield. That's five fifty. La Mexicana, uh, six dollars. Got out to as much as seven fifty. So a little bit of a bite. Night raids at eight bucks. Geist. Uh, Geist is nommed here, so it's uh, coming off two runs at Randwick. That's eight bucks. Enchantingly, nine dollars, and then a little bit of money for Miss Albania. I guess that was thirteen. It's into nine dollars or whatever there. But five fifty the field in the last. It's just fucking rude. It isn't. It's not kind, is it? It's 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 almost just mean. Um, you got good horses in this race, though. It's exciting. I think the winner will be. I think the winner has an opportunity to keep going on with its prep because I think I really like right. Rate La Mexicana. I think good good horse. Bella Nipatina was obviously really unlucky at the Valley. 
just couldn't get out. I think it's still trying to get out, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm happy to stick with Bella Nipatina just based on the fact that I liked it so much last start, and I don't think it actually got a proper crack at him. And I think 550 is a pretty good price. Um, gets Craig Williams as well. Guys running really well, obviously super last start coming from back in the field and then getting over the top of a horse like King of Sparta, who they're a pretty big opinion of. Um, and then the little rappy for the race was that shake. Um, really, really nice section. closing section was its last 400 was phenomenal. Um, last, last start as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if it ran cheeky, but <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with Bella Nipatina. I remember shake when it's last started round week. So a friend of mine let his multi, just had it for a place. I think it was paying about $9. So he had it for a place for like last leg for a stack. And he was offered, offered a really good cash out and just let it ride. And it was last and just <laughs> flew home and only lost by less than a length too. So to come second yeah. and Brock Ryan aboard and Brock Ryan's flying as well. So, um, He's doing really well. Bella Nipatina, obviously, last one got rolled by fucking Express Pass. So riddle me that. That hurt. Um, all right, that's the that's the card. Are we going to land on some best bets or anything? I'm happy to say best bets, Ana Vista. I think that's the one that we can actually go in with confidence and definitely reeks of the best form lines um, yep. compared to the other horses. So happy with it. Um, like nonconformist and yeah, nonconformist. Let's go. And let's go roughly the day, Devout Hero, at 8.50 in the third. Devout Hero. Here we got Damien Lane and the Freedmans. Beautiful. 10 bucks yep. at 8.50, so jump on now, I assume. Um, yep. That You, you realise when that happens, then Scorched Earth just wins, right? I know. And then well, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to say next week, Oh, oh no, I did I mention it. Scorched Earth a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Beautiful, mate. Awesome. That's um, that's us. That's Caulfield. Fingers crossed we do a little bit better and um, we'll put your tips out and get a little multi going as well. But, mate, thanks for joining. Thank you. I suppose the positive about uh, when, when the field's are five and six bucks the field, if you're back two winners, hopefully you've had a good day. Yeah, you broke even at least. Yeah. Beautiful. Good on you, mate. Thanks, mate. Happy birthday, brother. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>